Hi, I'm Steve Longo. Welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll Show and Tell. That's right, it's time for part three, the last installment of my casual conversation with Steve Stevens, my old friend from the neighborhood who just happens to be a world-renowned guitar hero, and this really did feel like catching up with an old friend backstage. Here we go. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you know when, when you you, you uh, one, once I saw that you interviewed Eddie Martinez, uh. who's, who's uh, a good friend of mine. We we were the two guys, and you know, obviously him with Robert Palmer and me with Idol. We were the two guitar players that were kind of had this both very very kind of parallel careers out of New York City at the same time. And uh, I remember the first time I heard Eddie play, I was upstairs at, uh, it was Alex Music on 48th Street. Mm. And he was picking up a guitar that had just been refretted or something. Or I didn't know who. He was playing through this little pig notes or whatever. And, <laughs> and I, went, I went, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> and uh, and I said, and uh, John Sir, who has Sir Guitars mm-hmm. now, was the repairman there. And uh, and I said, introduce me. That guy's really good. <laughs> and then um, and I watched him. And then you know, eventually he did the Run DMC stuff and the Robert Palmer stuff. And um, he's just a, he's just another monster guitar player with a great a great New York history as well. You know. And he um, and and let me tell you what he had nothing but he asked me if we knew each other, you and I. And I said, are you kidding me? I, we you know we go so far back, the blood's rushing to our head. And he said, well, you should have him on the show. I said, are you kidding me? That'd be great. And you know that's how this whole thing works. It's just such a it's a family thing for me. It's and you know talking about the the musician family and you know so you go to a wedding or a funeral and you see that distant cousin that you haven't seen in forever Absolutely. and. And that's what, you know, I mean, think about it. No no disrespect to any of our friends, but when's the next time you're going to call whoever it is, you know what I mean, right. without an excuse? So yeah. I, I'm the excuse. <laughs> right, great. Yeah. I've always been the excuse. <laughs> good enough, though. <laughs> yeah, so all good, man. I'm so, you know, so what, um, are you guys working on another record, or what are you doing, you know, what's, what's I realize we're yeah. in lockdown. <clears throat> yeah, we, um, we finished, you know, we, we, we had uh, done a, every year we do a residency in Vegas, and we were over at um, uh, uh, Mandalay Bay, um, and um, we finished it in March, and just as we were finishing, this thing kind of hit, and we started to hear about it, and management said, you guys should stop doing the meet and greets, because we don't know what this is. We, we didn't cancel any shows, but we stopped doing the meet and greet, we finished, and we were literally the last concert experience in Vegas. It stopped. We got out of there on a Saturday night, and that was it. Wow. It, it all closed down. and um, So we kind of, um, you know, came back. We took a couple of weeks off, and we both, by then we knew, okay, you're supposed to quarantine and all this, and Billy and I both did that, and we started to... Um, uh, write and get together. So we have, um, we've been uh, writing. We have. I think the plan is to put out an EP uh, and get some music out this year. Cool. Um, you know, uh, it's just, you know, it's just for us. It's more to keep our sanity than anything. Yeah. Just, yeah. just to like remind us, you know, just and and the guy, you know, I've known him for 
well, close to 40 years now, and it's, um, you know, we hang out socially, uh, you know, it's, we enjoy each other's company anyway, whether we were going to do it or not. So um, it's like, well, why not just get together? Yeah, you know? exactly. And so um, so we've got some new material uh, that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. Hopefully uh, that'll come out this year. I mean, it, you know, who knows when, when this will all kind of go back to, you know, or if it will go back. But, but um, you know, you can still make music and still exactly. give it out to people. Exactly. You know? So that's, you know... Yeah, I'm doing like, um, you know, they have the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp thing online now. I'm doing uh, some of those. Um, and, uh, you know, as much online stuff as I can do to just... Yeah, I did. I did a couple of uh, the rock and roll fantasy camps. <laughs> it was what a trip! Just yeah, a yeah. just a, that was such a blast. Um, yeah. Very strange. I, do they still? I haven't done it. God, since uh, oh eight, I think was the last one I did. Is it okay. still the same format? You still get a band, and you have to teach them songs and all that. Well, no. This is this is just an online thing. When people sign up for it. And they have questions, and I'll play a little bit, and I'll explain stuff. It's more like um, it's more like a TED talk. Or something, yeah, I get it, you know? sure. Um, so I'm not actually playing with other other people. Right. Uh, we're just exchanging knowledge, kind of thing. So um, it it was fun. It was cool to do. I mean, I you know, look, I I've always felt that it's it's the mistakes you make along the way that allow you to realize what you should be doing. And I've made a lot of mistakes, so, so it's, you know, I'll share those. You know. Yeah, why not? I mean, you know, it, the thing about it is, it's it's very funny, because you, you touched on it before, when people say, you know, you got any pointers, or this and that, and the other thing. There really are no pointers. The pointer is, start walking that way until you get somewhere. That's really, that's the pointer. The pointer, yeah. you know, hope, hope that your legs last longer than, you know, whatever, because it's, it's a long walk. Yeah, and um, I know. I, I mean, the best piece of advice I ever give people is, you know, I've been, I've been Idol's musical director, of, you know, since the beginning, and um, and I always like, you know, you know, we've been through a lot of different musicians and this and that, and I always like the guys who are honest, and if you make a mistake, go ah, I I screwed up, or or it's it's okay to not know not to know everything. And ask questions. Sure. And uh, and that's I think that's what served me best because, you know, for years I didn't know how to capture a guitar sound. So I'd ask the engineer, "Oh, what's that? Microphone? Oh, how do you do that?" And you know, and and you just learn from experience. Well, you know, they say the only stupid question is the one you don't ask. So well, that's it. You know, that's right. it. Right. So okay. now, speaking of stupid questions. <laughs> What do you? What do you got? <laughs> it's like the actor's studio. It's like the actor's studio. <laughs> Questions. Hey, what time you do back in Boys Town? <laughs> no, this, this is you know I wanted to be able to. Uh, well, first of all, let me say this. I, I'll. Uh, I, I know you're not going anywhere, so I'll give you a ring, um, and we'll figure out the way to exchange the material that I watched. I have like old Rat Race tapes that I digitized that will blow your mind. Great. But yeah, they're MP3s. I'll send them to you. So, you know, I'll, you'll, you'll start to get random texts. And, you know, that's. <laughs> and I actually, I'm the guy who sends the stuff. I say, hey, I'm going to send this to you, and you actually yes. get it. <laughs> All right. So, here we are. You've been on the road for a little while. <laughs> Favorite restaurant on the road? 
Um, yeah, I had to actually, my wife travels with me, and um, I had to actually ask her. We don't, I said, you know, we don't really have a favorite restaurant, but we usually try and hit up the, the kind of, not, I, I'm not big into like fancy restaurants. There's, there's, there's other guys in my band who love that experience. And um, we usually just try and find the, the local, you know, whatever is cool there, you know? And, yeah. Um, you know, it's, and I think, um, I think once, once I started to watch like Anthony Bourdain's show and stuff like that, we, we would try and hit up some of those things. I don't really have a favorite restaurant, but it'll usually be some, some local little place or something and uh you know uh yeah we had somebody say roscoe's chicken and waffles yeah. I've, I've gotten denny's i've gotten the french it's just you know it's i'll tell you i'll tell you what my 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 wife's from chicago and she's uh family had three three generations of italian restaurants Ooh. and so when we get to chicago the home cooked meal that her dad whips up mm. is is the best. I mean, we literally had to buy a second freezer because he would send us back with like you know the ice chest of all this stuff. And um, so Chicago at her family's house. The, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. but believe me, as a young Italian male, I can I can relate. <laughs> uh, when um <clears throat> when our first when uh, we were first dating, we played at the Hard Rock in in Chicago. And her, her mom and dad walk in. I had never met them before. <clears throat> they walk in with trays of, you know, lasagna. And, and, <laughs> like all this, like like for an army, right? So we pull it onto the, to the uh, afterwards. It's on the tour bus. Yes, of course. <laughs> and my, <clears throat> my bass player, he's he's a big guy. He likes to eat. He goes, Steve. You gotta marry this chick. <laughs> this food is unbelievable. <laughs> you gotta marry her. <laughs> and you did. And you did. Well, and that's and I did. Yeah. That's well good, man. And how long that, married now? Uh, well, we've been together almost nineteen years. Wow, excellent. Um, yeah, yeah. Excellent. But um, we um, you know, I used to be that guy. I mean, certainly in the eighties, you know, you were. Yeah, I didn't really experience anything on the road. Uh, I was in the in the hotel room, you know, you know, skiing or you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was in the hotel room. Yeah. So, so when um, when we got together, um, we made the decision that we would travel together, and and it's been great because she'll she'll get out the tour. She actually gets out the tour book and and, and figures out where we're going to go, what museum or what place we're going to go to so i actually get to see the world now yeah and uh and it's uh you know it's, it's been fantastic that's fantastic that's great man and, and believe me i'm how long are we married now uh 36 years 36 years like wow. the beginning of the month so i hear you man and i and and salute yeah i mean it's it's you know all this stuff is great and there's the ups and downs in life but you know, have to have somebody to share it with and yeah. amen. Some, amen somebody you trust and and uh, and um you know at the end of the day man that's that's all you have is those relationships that's yeah. i hear you man and, and this time in history this craziness is all the proof you need of that yeah that's right because you don't know you really don't know okay so now moving right along 
Favorite song to play live? It can be a cover song, any song, your favorite song. When you play the song, it's like, I love playing this song. Um, see, I'm, I'm going to be unlike a lot of these guys who had a hit song and, and they go, I'm sick of playing it. I still love playing Rebel Yell. <laughs> I got no problem playing it. And I'll tell you, even if, even if you've had an okay show, because we always close the set. We do an encore, but that's usually the last song in the set. So even if you've had bad sound on stage and whatever, da, 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 when we play that song, we win. You know, it's just, it's undeniable. There's something special. And we, we do enough improvisation that it's never the same every night. And, and Idol is pretty, pretty off the cuff kind of guy. He's cool. not scripted. So it keeps me on my toes. I'm never tired of playing that song. It's, it's like, um, it's the best piece of real estate we ever had. You know? Excellent. Man. Yeah, That's song. a great way to feel. Yep. You know, I mean, yeah. just FYI, John's favorite was uh, Won't Get Fooled Again. So, yeah. uh, you know, but... Uh, yeah. About what? Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> I, I tell you a funny story. Do, do you know Godfrey Townsend, the, the guitar player that was in that band? That was in the End Whistle band? No. Okay. John and I had jammed with this guy at the China Club, and he knew all the Who songs. He was one of those guys, right? And so right. when when John called me up and said we need to put a band together, I said okay. He goes, what about that guy from the China Club? I said, well, yeah, okay, I can get him. And so I put the whole thing together. I got the keyboard. We did the whole nine yards, right? And I was the MD for this one. Right. And uh, so we get out on the road. We get we we rehearse, but then we get out on the road. We're on the bus, and John says to the guitar player says, what's your last name? And Godfrey says, Townsend. And John goes, you're joking. <laughs> and Godfrey goes, no, man, come on. Pete's a genius. That's all I have to say. He, he said, uh, and John goes, a genius? He lets a bunch of crap. He makes you do all the work, and you think he's a genius. And so Godfrey goes, well, what about won't get fooled again? And John goes, exactly. Won't get fooled again about fucking what? What? So Godfrey goes, well, no, man. No, well, what about Tommy? And John goes, Tommy, what a piece of shit. He, he can't see you, he can't hear you, and he can't tell you because he doesn't fucking know. And Absolutely right hand to God. And, and the guitar player's like... <laughs> but, yeah, fun times. Okay, so now we move to the song that you never want to play again, ever, ever, don't want to ever play this song again. Okay, so I, I play in an all-star uh, um, band. Originally, it was called Camp Freddy, and they, we do a lot of corporate gigs. It's like an all-star band, and usually uh, Dave Navarro is the guitar player. Oh, yeah. And, and, he's, and it's... Um, uh, you know, uh, Billy Morrison, who's the uh, rhythm guitar player of Billy Idol. And they have guest singers and all this. So there's a lot of... I'm going to... These guys are going to kill me. <laughs> They're not watching. But, but this, goes this goes back to the Long Island days. I'll tell you why. But So there's a lot of corporate gigs, and, um, and they pay very well, and they get to choose some of the songs that they would like. And these are usually like insurance companies and, you know, people oh, I know. have a great time. You know, it's, it's a great gig. No problem there. But for some reason, this song ends up in the set and 
and I have to play it. And <laughs> it's 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 by a band, it's by a band called the Violent Femmes. It's called Blister in the Sun. Yeah. <laughs> and this fucking song. <laughs> I, just, it's like, I hate I hated it in the nineties. <laughs> And 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 I got to stand up there, and, and I, I'm sure I'm sure I've got fired. I got fired from this band now. <laughs> but it's not a song that I ever want to play. Oh Jesus, that's perfect. And, yeah, you know, people people will know what song it is, but it's so weeny. It's 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 so not rock and roll. I wrote it down. I'm gonna look. I'm looking. You you recognize it and you go, yup, I wouldn't want to play that either. <laughs> but you see, you know who I am. If we ever do a gig together, you know it's going to be on the set list. Just you oh, can... my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, moving right along. Oh, only two left. <laughs> Instrument other than yours that you would like to be able to play? Anything. Bagpipes. Uh, you know. A piano. Ah. A, you know, yeah, piano. Uh, um. Just because because I, I've worked with a lot of really really talented songwriters that play piano and they're able to there's something about the piano you're able to see the whole arrangement of the song because you have the, the left hand bass and mm -hmm. the chords against it and there's a lot of like a lot a lot of times I mean what what made Zeppelin so cool is like a lot of these guitar voicings that uh, that. Um, that Jimmy would come up with, which were not really guitar chords, they're more like guitar orchestral, or, you know, and and they're and it's very easy to see those on a piano when you kind of, you know, arrangement wise, and uh, and I just I can't play the fucking piano to save my life. Yeah, I I grew up with a Steinway. My mother played piano, so I I compose on piano, but I've got no left hand, and you know, but but I know what you mean about being able to see it. It's not like a guitar where it starts over and starts over. Everything's right. in a line. Yeah, and it's I almost, it's almost as a guitar player because everything is so pattern based. Yeah, you have to stop yourself from thinking about it that way and think more. Well, what? Chord would go here rather than oh an A sounds good after an E you know you know it's like uh, you know and also the same with the with the Who you know Townsend had oh, a lot yeah. of these chords that were very orchestral and and, um, and I think uh, and once again he can play piano and I think that probably serves him well yeah Todd Rundgren is another guy who can play piano well and is a great songwriter so. And and pretty freaking crazy, Todd. I, I was out. I was out with Todd for the better part of a year. Oh yeah. Oh, I man, I've got stories that. that <laughs> I've, I've got stories. I've got yeah. stories. We have stories. Well, we'll have to. You know, listen. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to keep this going for sure. And there's another thing that I do, and I'll make sure that you save the key that gets you into the room because what we do every once in a while is. Um, uh, I was talking to who was I talking to that knew Henry? Oh, uh, Mark Stein. Mark Stein, from the, uh -huh. right? And Mark was talking about touring with uh, okay. Zeppelin and the Yardbirds. And wow. my tour manager is Henry the Horse Smith, who was a tour manager for Yardbirds and Zeppelin. So, yeah. so Mark said, "All oh, right, we got to do." I said, "I'll have Henry on the show. You'll surprise him. You'll chime in." I think about those stories. 
Yeah, incredible. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll do something like that, and uh, we'll have some fun. Is this other thing isn't going away for a while? Right. But, uh, and if you think see so. Eddie Martinez, yeah, it could be Eddie. I mean, who knows? We'll, pop we'll, in on him. Yeah, it'll be fun. We'll we'll uh, yeah. we'll just keep it going. Okay. So my my last last question. Uh, I think I should ask you for your favorite drummer joke, yeah, though, because yeah. I got a feeling you have one. But um, <laughs> the last question on the list is, if you could play one show with anybody, living or dead, who would it be? Um, probably Otis Redding. Oh. Otis Redding. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, it's, uh, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't get better than Otis Redding. You know? No, man. And, and, and I love playing... Because he was cool because he was an R&B singer, but he, he did such great versions of rock songs. Uh, Satisfaction, the way he did it. Yeah. And, um, he was just, just one of those, man. I mean, there's singers. I've, I've been blessed to, to I mean, in, in this very room here, I had Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> and, and, um, and it's like one thing, you know, I had met him a couple of times, and we were, we, I got asked to help write, write something for him. And he set up the mic, and, and, and I'm a huge fan of singers. I just think that, you know, it's, such, I, it's something I could never even imagine doing. It's, you know, because you don't have an instrument. You're, 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 you're barren. You're, yeah, it's like, yeah, exposed. And, so, you know, I get the mic up, I get some levels, and, you know, run the thing. And then you hear that voice that's like, and, and uh, man, that's just like, you get chills, you know. And I, I, Otis, I'm just a huge Otis Redding fan, so. Yeah, yeah, and and there's nothing better than you know than a great voice. It's you know it's it's just right there all the time. I, I'm a sucker for girl voices. I like female singers. Um, but then again, probably my favorite uh, rock vocalist was Jack Bruce. I love the way well, Jack sang. Yeah, yeah, and 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 what a songwriter. Well, well. Yeah. well that's another thing. I, I'll have to send you that. You know, Mark and I played with him. And, oh man! And we we yeah. did I'm free. We did uh, sunshine and just yeah. I'll believe me. You'll start to get the random MP3s. I'm not gonna <laughs> bury you, yeah. but it'll be stuff that you'll have a good time listening to, and it'll be some you know some fun. Yeah, because yeah, yeah Mark, Mark, it was great. I mean, playing Cream songs with Jack yeah. Bruce, it's like. <laughs> craziness how does that yeah, happen right, how does yeah. that happen yeah we are truly blessed man we are truly yeah. blessed and uh yeah. we've got our careers and our girls and uh, we love where we live and we love what we do no yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, yeah I, I got no no complaints man, Me either, just, man. Uh, you know and it's it's really nice i find the one the one good thing about the internet is i've been able to reconnect with uh friends that uh, really meant something to me uh, growing up and, and they're usually they're surprised sometimes when you tell people you know you really um, you know when, when Chris passed away I wrote a, a, a thing sent it to his wife and, uh, and I really dug deep in, into what I learned from Chris and it was so much beyond uh, just playing in a band with somebody um, because you know, he was a real hands-on guy, and I was fascinated by what he knew about building PAs, and, um, and uh, he was a good motivator, and, uh, you know, he had, I dropped out of high school to be in that band, and he had to come to my parents' house to tell them that he was going to watch over me, you know, <laughs> like, 
Like, don't worry, nothing bad's going to happen to her. And I'm thinking, you have any idea what this <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're, we're, we're out fucking on the beach in the dune buggy. And, you know, I know, I know. We're doing some crazy shit. I'm like, you're putting me in his hands. Yeah, but he had such but, a um, big heart. Yeah, he did. He had a, an amazing heart. I mean, yeah. just... You know, when I when that crazy thing happened to me back in the eighties, every day he he. I stayed with him. Uh, yes, yeah, Lori stayed at his mother's house. At his, mo right. at his mom's house, yeah. and they, so they could get back because I was at Jacoby. I was uh, that's where I in the hospital I was. Yeah. So rather than going all the way upstate to where we were living, that yeah. uh, she stayed with him every, yeah, day. every day. What a what a great so guy. His mom's house across from Aqueduct. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I lived there for a while and. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, he was like a big brother to me, um, but, you know, it, he was, he had a way of, he, it was always, even if he criticized you or told you you weren't doing something, it was always out of love, it was never like, he was always able to, you, you, you were always, I found myself always wanting to do better. Because I knew where his heart was, you know. Yeah. I knew that it, it wasn't out of anything but yeah. respect. He wasn't spiteful or yeah, no, he wasn't. He no, he was talking so highly of you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and always spoke highly of you. Yeah. Always, you know, just about those. Yeah. I mean, they're not just the band, but you as a friend, and you yeah. know, that's 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 the other good thing about this business. We at least get to reunite with our our friends that's that are right. still here, and you know, all good. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, brother, you're going to get some calls from me this week, and you're going to get MP3s. You're going to get all kinds of crap. Drummer joke. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, do, we have, do, you, do you have a drummer joke? You must have a drummer joke. Uh, I don't have a drummer joke. No. no. I don't I'll, give you, I'll give you a little tidbit of unknown information. My parents, I, 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 my parents uh, when I was born, I li we lived in Brooklyn, and then we moved to Far Rockaway. And we, my dad, my parents bought a two-family house, and we had a tenant upstairs uh, when I was a little kid. And um, and uh, uh, the woman's name was, was it Gigi. She had a nickname, Gigi Hart. Her son was Mickey Hart, the drummer from the Grateful Dead. Wow! And he was in the service for a little bit, and he came to his dad was a. A booking agent or something and he came to New York and he lived upstairs from us for about a month or so gave my brother drum lessons wow. <laughs> that's a good one that is that's better than a drummer joke and and I reconnected with him in the 80s I actually went to see the dead uh, and uh, and actually I wasn't a huge Grateful Dead fan but but his drum solo was the best part of the show wow <laughs> yeah well, that's saying something well yeah all right well I'll tell you what I'll uh, I'll give you the drummer joke <laughs> Everybody now is signing off. Everybody's saying, ah, they hear this all the time. They hear it all the time. <laughs> but it is a good one. It is a good one. And, and okay. you'll like that. And you'll be able to use this in the studio, all kinds of places. <laughs> right. What happens when you pour beer in the drum machine? Okay, what happens? It tries to sing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I love that I love joke. I dig it. I like it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All good. Well, Steve, man, this has been just a blast, brother. Thank you. My pleasure. Yeah, and, my pleasure. Uh, Look forward to it. Send me anything you got. Oh, I'm sending. I'm sending. And yeah. don't forget Ox's Tale tonight.
Yeah, I, I got I got my evening planned. That's going to be great, and I will. I'll send. I'm going to send tracks. I'll send all kinds of stuff. Okay, great. Thank uh, you, Steve. Thank you, brother. Good to see you. Lots of love. Love to your wife, and uh, we will talk you. soon. Bye. Thank you, guys. Take care. Okay, bye, bye. <laughs> Yeah, you can't make this stuff up. I feel like no time has passed at all. Steve Stevens. I'm very happy to call him a friend. And we'll see you next time on Rock and Roll Show and Tell.